Welcome to Aligned and Ambitious Radio. I'm your host, Taylor Slanko, business coach, entrepreneur, dog mom to Marley, and iced coffee obsessed. I help women build businesses that give them total freedom with their time and money without sacrificing the things that are important to them. I was able to scale my business and brand well beyond six figures in sales my first year because I was focused on staying aligned and ambitious. I did things my own way, I wrote my own rules, and I believe your business is your playground. There's no one strategy, one size, or one way to build the business of your dreams. Through this podcast, I'm committed to peeling back the curtain and sharing the behind the scenes of my own business. So we'll talk about everything from mindset to strategies to marketing, and of course, how to make more money. I'm so happy you're here. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Okay. We're live. I haven't done a training in a while. And honestly, it's because we've been restructuring a lot of things behind the scenes. And I know I said that last month. So we did that and we restructured the things and they did not work. And so there's been a lot of restructuring and I'm just kind of the type of person, which I don't think this necessarily serves me all the time, but I'm kind of like, let's table it until it's right rather than like be one foot in one foot out kind of. So content calendar has been locked down. Training schedule has been locked down. I'll be in here a couple times a week again. Really excited. Have some good topics coming up for you guys. So excited. Okay, cool. So today we're going to talk about reoccurring revenue. It's the bloodline of your business. I say that reoccurring revenue paired with launching. I think they kind of go hand in hand um, in a few ways. That's what builds consistency. And a lot of the time when I see entrepreneurs making a little bit a month, 1K, 2K, they have a 5K month, they have a 4K month, they have a 2K month. And it's kind of like this crazy roller coaster and it's hard to see the uptick. And usually because that's lack of volume and clientele, which leads to lack of reoccurring revenue. And so you have these months where you make a couple thousand dollars and maybe you have like two or three clients and they pay in full and then it's done and it's great and it feels good. But then you're like, well, like what happens in the next three months or the next six months? And how do I keep that sustainable? And I think that's been just a big topic and theme of the last couple trainings I've done. I did that um, scaling for sustainability challenge, which went really, really well last week. And when we're talking about sustainability, that means having predictable income that's almost always on the upward rise. And I'm not saying that every single month gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's this like uphill climb always. But instead of kind of moving like this, you want to like move like this and maybe it's going up and it's going up and maybe you hit a plateau, but overall in a trend, it's going in an upward. And so we're going to talk about that today. I'm happy to answer any questions you guys have. So make sure you drop them in the comments as we go. I will be talking about the CEO mastermind 3.0 because that is open for enrollment officially. It's actually open for pre-enrollment. And I'm happy to share a little bit of the decision making behind that because I was like, you know, the perfect way to kick off this month and this launch and this training 
is the topic of reoccurring revenue because I was making strategic decisions in the background of my business to move some launch plans around. And if you saw my post on Instagram yesterday, I talked about that a little bit. So let me get my notes out. Okay. So when it comes to reoccurring revenue, the given is kind of like, oh, okay, well, I need payment plans, right? But there is a fine line between payment plans and getting yourself into a messy situation, especially early on when you have a smaller pool of clients than you will six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, you'll have a big, a bigger pool of clients. And I made this mistake and I didn't even realize it was a mistake until I was like, oh, this isn't serving me and my business and it's not serving my clients either. So payment plans obviously collect recurring revenue for things like courses, self-study things, even consulting packages, give or take, done-for-you services included in this. It's great to have longer payment plans. So if you have a anywhere from a $500 offer to $1,000, $1,500, $2,500, $5K, whatever it is, it's a really good idea to have a four-month payment plan or a six-month or an eight-month or whatever it is. And especially with like self-paced courses, it's great to have an extended payment plan to make it one attainable for clients who can only kind of handle that lower plan, but it buys you more time and it spreads that revenue out in a thinner way. So it lasts longer. The important thing to keep in mind when you're creating these kinds of payment plans when it comes to a self-study course is the legal piece of it. Having a proper terms and conditions, having a proper checkbox, making sure that your box is covered. Because the thing about extended payment plans for self-study courses is that someone can come into the course on an eight-month payment plan, let's say, take the course in the first month or two. And if they wanted to truly be an asshole, they could probably wiggle their way out of the payment plan. Kind of bouncing off that, another thing I learned is I don't use PayPal anymore to accept payments. The two big ones kind of on the table are always Stripe and PayPal, and I'm sure there's a bunch of others. I just don't use them. If you create a payment plan with PayPal, your client has the ability to actually go into the PayPal account and cancel out their subscription and cancel out their profile. And it can create a churn of revenue that you're losing that you banked for. So these are things to keep in mind early, early in the beginning. So you don't set these payment plans up thinking, oh, okay, I have 20K banked coming in over the next six months and then people drop off and you really end up with 15 or even 10. And then that skews your overall numbers for the rest of the year. It skews how close you actually are to your goal. It's a pain in the royal ass to actually recover those payments and you get yourself in a mess. So there's CEO things we have to talk about when it comes to reoccurring payments. So this training isn't necessarily to paint the vision of like, if you set up a six month payment plan and take five clients, life is going to be good and easy and you're going to be rolling in the dough. While that might be true, there's other things we have to think about at a higher level that come along with this, like having the proper terms and conditions, like trying to avoid PayPal, because PayPal too, it's really in preference of the consumer rather than the seller. And so if a dispute ever comes along or surfaces, you're automatically at a disadvantage and they just have a lot more control over their subscription-based account where Stripe isn't that way. There's different settings and automations and um, that's just what I recommend there. So when it comes to 
collecting these payment plans. The other thing I wanted to say is when it's a self-study, it's okay to make it longer. So for five figure flow, I had, um, I think we did an eight month payment plan this time. And that worked really, really well. We've had a few people who have dropped off along the way where we have our like kind of payment recovery tap back in. And there's always going to be people who sign up for things. Maybe don't put the full effort in, don't show up, don't use it, don't feel like they need to pay the rest of it when that's not really true. So that's why the legal side of things when it comes to your business really does matter at all levels. What do you recommend instead of PayPal? Stripe. I use Stripe. That's the other like big dog I know of that integrates with like almost everything. So when it comes to live containers now, when you're doing a live coaching container or a live group program or a one-on-one or something like that, you don't want to extend the payment plan too much because here's what I have personally had happen before. You take a client, let's say you work with them for three months. You're in a contract for three months. You have three months of coaching. You've given them a six-month payment option. So they did the three months of coaching. It went awesome. They did incredible. They got the most transformative results. They were really in it. Then the contract ends and the payment doesn't. So a few things happen here. If you want to move that client into a new level, there's going to be a barrier of, well, I'm already still paying for this contract and this program. I can't even think about what's coming next. And we're going to talk about um, retainer clients in a second, but I've had this happen where I've tried to create the most extended of payment plans to get clients working with me. And then we stop working together and we can't continue because they're locked in another payment plan. And like I said, in the beginning, you kind of have like a smaller group of clients to, um, to pick from. Whereas, okay, let's say me six months ago, if I had three clients and they were all caught in extended payment plans and they didn't want to continue, that would hinder my revenue a lot more than if I found myself in that situation now with a little bit bigger of an audience. So it's this sliding scale of depending where you are with your visibility, with your audience base, with your different offers, with the different levels of payment plans that you have, and being able to look at that at a high level to make sure that you are creating both offers, but payment plans too that support not just now, not just this package, but is this payment plan going to work long-term? And what is my vision for this client after this package ends? And am I locking her in a payment plan that actually isn't going to work? If you guys have noticed, you probably haven't because it's such a small shift and people don't actually notice as much as you think they're going to notice is I pretty much stopped doing extended payment plans. If you work with me one-on-one, it is a flat non-negotiable rate per month for the time that we're working together. If I'm really, really vibing with someone and want to work with them, I might offer them a month additional extended, but they would have to pay that month before we start coaching. So it's also about like holding those boundaries. I know we're talking about monthly reoccurring revenue, but like the legal stuff and holding these boundaries and not feeling the need to people please and offer all the extended payment plans in the world and coupons and all that fucking bullshit. (laughs) You don't need to do it. And those all contribute to your ability to earn these reoccurring income that you're really looking for because reoccurring income is what creates consistency in your business. So when we're talking about retainer clients, it's a really good idea to have a few clients, whatever capacity, it doesn't matter what you do, done for you, coaching, consulting, whatever it is, 
it's good to have a few clients on retainer to stack that revenue. And it becomes really easy once you focus on that. The courses are great because those build up payment plans for a longer amount of time at a higher volume at a lower cost, right? So it's like you might have a $1,000 course at a six-month payment plan. That's six months at a lower payment versus having maybe one client at $1,500 a month for three months. Now you have three of those. Let's say you have three retainer clients on $1,500 a month. That's already $4,500 in reoccurring revenue. If you don't sell anything and you just have those three clients, you're almost at 5K months. And having those clients on a retainer with a minimum, going back to the legal stuff so you can actually make these accurate projections and payment stacking, maybe it's a three-month minimum or a four-month minimum or a six-month minimum. I don't know. Then you switch to month to month. That's entirely up to you and how you want to plan and arrange your revenue. But having a few clients on retainer at any form is a really good idea. Even, okay, maybe not $1,500 a month. Let's say it's $1,000 a month. You have five clients at $1,000 a month for three months. That's $5K a month. That's $15K over three months that you have just from these five clients, which seems a lot less intimidating sometimes than selling out 50 spots into your course. And I know we want that passive revenue and we want that longevity and those long-term payment plans, but the magic in business happens and the sustainability and the scalability and the consistency happens when you have a really healthy mix and strategic balance of both where you have higher ticket clients that really supplement like a base of your revenue and then all of the extra passive offers and extended payment plans are cherries on top. And they're things that just keep stacking that you don't have to necessarily do more of. And so with the partnership, for example, that's like my version of a retainer client. It is a 12 month contract. It is $2,100 a month. It will actually be $2,500 a month come January. But I know if I sign three clients, that's $7,500 a month in reoccurring revenue just for my retainer clients. If I sell five figure flow, if I sell Dream Client Accelerator, when I launch my new marketing school coming out in the fall, that's just all extras on top. And so when I sign a profitable partner client, I know over a year I'm going to have that client on a retainer and that money is coming in. That's not a one-on-one package. It doesn't have to just be one-on-one. It can look many different ways, but having that higher ticket on a retainer type of payment model is going to serve you and build up that revenue a lot quicker than trying to come out of the gate with a course. And I did that. Many of you guys know that's how I started with an online course. And it did build me a few months of income, but it ran out really, really quickly because it was just one launch, one offer. The program was $4.97. It was a really low ticket thing. So it was hard to build that stacking. The second thing that kind of piggybacks off of this is what's your continuation strategy? This is something that I've learned from running. It'll be three rounds this round of my the CEO mastermind, which I'm going to talk to you guys about today, because this offer was the offer that completely changed the trajectory of my business. It shifted everything upside down. It changed the game. And I will explain why, because it has everything to do with what we're talking about. But what's your continuation strategy? And so the partnership, for example, which shout out to the partners, we got this cute mug. Um, The partnership is designed to renew. 
the strategy behind it is nobody wants to pay more for a mastermind just because they make more. They don't want to pay more just because they make more. I don't want to join a more expensive program just because the mentor on the other side knows I'm making more and can afford it. It doesn't make sense to me. I do not buy into that business model. And so the profitable partnership is something that stays the same and it's designed to renew. And so when the partners are done and we're talking about reflection and how much they grew in a July from this month, they can factor that in as just a business expense. Okay, it's $2,500 a month. It's like having a copywriter on retainer. It's like having an OBM on retainer. I'm built in to their business expenses. I'm not being an asshole and raising the price. So the idea is that they'll renew for another year at the same price. And that retainer will just keep on as long as it feels good for both of us. With the CEO mastermind, something that I have learned from running this program is the mastermind ends and I have the CEO Mastermind, which is a six-month accelerator to get you to six figures. This program has gotten all clients to six-figure businesses. It's a really, really crazy container, and it's taken on a couple different forms in the few times that it's run in just a year, which I'll give you guys the backstory in a second. I have the CEO Mastermind, and then I have the Profitable Partnership, and there's not necessarily something in between. And so a lot of the clients who were in the CEO Mastermind that were like, I feel really good, I've made this consistent income, but I'm not necessarily ready for that partnership leap yet. They need something, they need a continuation. I've literally gotten requests from those clients saying, well, can we just like continue on retainer? Don't wipe that out of your mind. Like, oh no, you have to wait till the next round. Really listen and lean into what your clients are asking you for. And so with this round of the CEO Mastermind, I'm really excited because this is going to turn into an on-rolling program where you can actually drop down into a continuation retainer after the six-month structured mastermind. The first six months are structured. We have masterclasses. We have certain focuses. We have certain audits. We have certain goals to meet, certain things to work through, certain coaching to be done. After that, you have that foundation and you have all those moving pieces that we've worked through in the last six months. If you're like, I maybe need another month or two, I need to have this launch before I join the partnership or I need to do this thing or I'm not sure if that's the next step, you will be able now to join in. It's going to be called like the CEO continuation where it's a little bit less of a retainer than the mastermind. The mastermind is 1500 a month. You get a live masterclass, a live audit week, two coaching calls, Slack access, all the things you can drop down into a CEO continuation at a three month minimum and then month by month after that at $1,000 a month. So you're gonna be paying less for the same two coaching calls and Slack support to keep getting that support as you continue on. So it works both ways. So now from a business perspective, I have more clients on retainer. I'm not just like leaving them into the dust. They still have that support. And in fact, they're gonna be likely inclined to stay because the cost from the monthly mastermind retainer is going down a little bit to continue the support, to continue building the momentum I can continue to support them until they're ready to step into what's next for them, whatever that is. And they have a group that they have grown with for the last six months that they can continue with too without staying in that higher tier retainer. So thinking about the masterminds, the memberships, the group programs, like what comes next. And if you're getting asked to like have this continuation, the first time I didn't listen, I didn't listen. I was like, you can wait till next round. Not cool. If your clients are literally asking you, like, how can I stay in this? How can I continue to work with you? How can we stay together? How can we extend? Lean into that. 
make sure it feels good and it's an aligned business decision, but don't just cut it off. I think we have this view of like, we have this product suite and we're on this launch schedule and like everything else kind of takes the back burner and we don't really lean into that because it's not a part of our core product suite. What that is, is it simply put like you leaving money on the table. I fell into that for a long time. Like, oh, that's not in my product suite. Or, oh, you want that course that doesn't launch till next year or something like that. Like if you're getting asked for things in sales-based conversation and you can do it and it feels good and it doesn't feel a misaligned decision, like you can do it. You can offer it. You can extend it. You can create a continuation because all that's going to do for you is create more monthly reoccurring income. And so for the women coming in the CEO mastermind, We're going to open up probably another partner spot or two right before our retreat in March, come like January, February. The idea is for some of these CEOs to be ready to step into that partnership. If they're not, guess what? They can just sign another three-month contract at a really low rate compared to my one-on-one coaching, a really, really low rate to continue until they're ready to take that next step. So it's a win-win. So having that continuation strategy is really important. And I think it's something that is oftentimes very, very overlooked. If we are in like that six month structure for the mastermind and I get someone in the DM saying, man, I really want to join your mastermind. I want to work with you in this way. Here's kind of where I'm at. I can start them in the continuation and I can say, hey, I have the CEO continuation. It's not as much as the full mastermind, but you can start and get in a contract to just take the two group calls and the Slack support until the next round starts. It's basically like signing someone into a a nine month contract instead of a six month contract. So I think you guys get the point. We'll move on, but I'm excited. Today's podcast is sponsored by the CEO Mastermind. The CEO Mastermind is my signature six-month high-level group container for women looking to step into their full CEO and scale their business to six figures. This is the third time the Mastermind is running, and each and every time it gets better than the previous and it fills faster too. So go to taylorslango.com forward slash mastermind to claim your spot for the September start date. Okay, now back to the episode. The second thing you want to do, and especially when we're talking about like being a CEO and making these decisions and looking for these things, you want to be way up here for a lot of the decision making to see the bird's eye view of what's going on. And so if you've signed a six month contract and you're four months in, it's time to build that up because you have to be able to watch when your monthly reoccurring revenue is starting to dwindle away and make sure that you're either building it up as you go or making sure you replace it before things run out. And I kind of had this epiphany, which it seems so obvious, right? But I was looking at what was coming up for me. I had a few one-on-one clients. I closed my one-on-one coaching. A lot of you guys know that. My last contract ends up in August. Um, I have one more one-on-one client right now. But everyone else's package ended last month in June and the CEO mastermind ended last month in June. And luckily I had all these other evergreen sources of income and launches I've done along the way where there wasn't a dip in the income where it didn't have to be replaced or oh shit. But I thought to myself, hmm, well, if I would have like, you know, launched the CEO mastermind, I don't know, like two months ago or something or started to realize the trends of, oh, this cohort of this reoccurring revenue stream is running out or this program is ending, like what's next? And I was not going to launch the CEO mastermind until the fall. And I wasn't really going to start it until January. I was literally going to like pre-enroll it and start again next year. But two things happened. I realized 
Well, this is one, a reoccurring revenue stream that I can pre-enroll and start earlier. And this is a win-win for everyone involved because when I was promoting the partnership and filling the partnership, I had so many people in my DMs more than ever before that were like, I want in on the next round of the partnership, but I'm not there yet. And I need something that's like the step before. And I was like, oh, easy. That's the CEO mastermind. Taylor, why are you not running this? If there are so many people in your audience that clearly need this, if you already know you're opening another partner spot in the next year, why are you going to wait until the next year to run this program, it doesn't make sense. It would stunt their growth. It would stunt my growth. It doesn't serve anyone. And so I was like, duh, we have to bring back the CEO mastermind. And I balanced it the best of both worlds here because the CEO mastermind starts in September. And so what I decided to do for July is open it for pre-enrollment. When you enroll this month, you can get in on an extended payment plan like we were talking about in the beginning of this live. But it was strategically decided where you will have an eight-month plan instead of a six-month plan with your first payment due in July because you'll pay July and August, and then we start in September, and you're on the six-month just like everyone else. So you have now this eight-month plan, but it's working for both of us. You get the lower monthly payment that maybe feels a little bit more attainable for you. I'm not creating an extended payment plan so far out where you're going to be paying into halfway next year, and that will eliminate you from the partnership completely. You will be done with your payment plan by the time the CEO mastermind ends. So your next investment, whether you choose it to be with me or with someone else, you're not locked into a second payment. In my opinion, that hurts you. You might see extended payment plans as doing your clients a favor, but you're actually really hurting their growth because next time they want to enroll in something, they're not going to be able to expand their education or their coaching because they won't be able to make another investment because they're still locked into a payment plan. How many of you guys have been like, oh yeah, I'm going to sign up for something, but I have to wait till I'm done paying this thing off first. It doesn't really work. It doesn't really feel good. You build this momentum from being in this container and then you're stuck in this payment plan and you're like, but I want to keep moving forward. I've built all this momentum and it doesn't work, right? So being able to strategically pre-enroll things to make payment plans that really benefit everybody involved. And so there's an eight month payment plan for the CEO mastermind at a really scary low rate compared to what monthly retainer normally looks like for me, especially at the partner level. And so the CEO mastermind is that continuation program in my product suite. It is a six month accelerator to help you build a six figure business and brand. It's from taking your business from just a business, a side hobby, something you do to bring in cash to a company. There is a difference between being a solopreneur and having a coaching business to owning a company with a mission that is bigger than you with values that are bigger than you, doing work that is bigger than you. And while you might still be in that personal brand, it is a huge mindset shift and it is a huge strategic shift to say, I have a business to I have a company. And that's something that we're working through with the partners. That's something that we really worked through in the last round of the CEO Mastermind is going from that shift. And you guys are going to see a huge brand shift coming in a couple of weeks. We're really shifting the way that this brand is positioned and we're working on removing me pretty significantly from it for this reason. It's not Taylor Slango coaching that doesn't strike a nerve. That was me 
and my like 5k a month to 10k a month self my seven figure self it's not about me at all it's about the aligned and ambitious brand it's about the aligned and ambitious community it's about the aligned and ambitious mission and meaning and purpose and drive and so you guys are going to see a huge shift happening that's really exciting. It's a little scary, honestly, but it's going to be really exciting and really powerful for my brand. And that's kind of the forward way of thinking that we're going to work through with you inside the CEO mastermind. Because here's the thing, you might have this vision that sounds good in the next year, and you're so consumed on like your 2020 goals and even 2021. But CEOs see beyond that. So what I've been doing a lot of work on is like, where do I see my brand five years from now? And it doesn't need to be the specifics. It doesn't need to be the scary thing where you pre-plan everything. But like, what do I want to be doing in five years? Like, what is my company going to look like in five years? Do I want speaking engagements? Do I want to write a book? Do I want to have merchandise? What do I want to do? And then am I making decisions now in the next year to get me there. Sometimes we're so fixated on our like six month to 12 month plan and goals that we lose sight of the bigger vision. And something I say all the time about being a strong leader and being a really wise CEO is being able to know the vision for the company. In order to do that, you need the space and the clarity to see beyond just your six month plan. Here's where things get fucking messy. Here's why if this is speaking to you, you better click the link in this video and get your ass inside the CEO mastermind. The problem is you can't create that space. You can't create that clarity because you don't have consistent income. And so your mind is like, where's the next sale coming? What's the next launch? What am I gonna sell? How am I gonna close this client? How am I gonna meet my 2020 goals? That the idea of looking into the five year future is such a foreign concept for you because you're so focused on how do I make money today and in the next 90 days and six months and that hurts you and that stunts your growth and so the big big focus of the ceo mastermind first and foremost is getting that cash stacking getting consistent predictable revenue coming into your world coming into your funnels entering more different streams diverse streams of revenue so you're not just focused on one course one offer one membership but you have all of these streams of income pouring in to create a predictable stream of revenue to get you to 10k months where you can delegate you can hire a team you can pay off debt you can enroll in programs and so you can create the space and time in your business to see the vision and then you can start moving towards it in small increments it's not something that's going to happen overnight but it's something that can't happen until you see it and it's something you can't see until you create space for it and it's something you can't create space for until you act like a ceo and start bringing in that monthly reoccurring revenue that lets you exhale and say okay i'm a business if i'm able to look at my income projections, my income calculator and say, for the next six months, even if I sell nothing, I have 7k every single month for the next six months, being able to exhale and step outside at the higher level to make decisions more strategically will create longevity will create sustainability will create more opportunities to stack those payments so the next six months of 7k months turn into 12k months that turn into 15k months before you know it you're at 20k months and you're like what the fuck happened what the fuck happened is you turned into a ceo and you started making ceo decisions and you stopped playing like scrambled eggs with your business and just like winging it every day and every month and every week it doesn't work and i know this sounds aggressive and tough love. And it's because it is. I've worked with clients who 
are ready to get into the CEO driver's seat like yesterday that come into the container, do the work, and within three months, they're literally making 10K months effortlessly. I've had clients that they enjoy their business and it's fun, but they don't have that deep desire and grit to turn it into a company, to turn it into a long-term brand, to create generational wealth. And so they come in and they go through the content and they come to the coaching calls, but they get different results. And so it's about the attitude. It's about how you show up. It's about what you put into the things that you're enrolling in, the education that's available to you, the decisions that you're making, the availability to expand. That's what it's really, truly about. And so the CEO Mastermind focuses on creating predictable and increasing streams of reoccurring revenue. It's about systematizing your business. And so you can hire and so you can have a team and so you can have space and time and creative space to think and act like a true CEO, not like a solopreneur that has your hands in everything. It's about elevating your brand, whether you have one that you love now or that you know you need a shift. It's about elevating that. It's about elevating your brand message. It's about repositioning yourself so you are the go-to person. There's entry-level branding that I talk about in DCA that's all about like foundation and being recognizable and being consistent and being cohesive. And that's to get you known in the space where people are psychologically building that trust with you. But once you hit 10K months and beyond, it's about being the absolute, oh my gosh, if you want to learn about launching, you have to go to Taylor Slango or else you're doomed. It's about being that authority, that go-to. It's about Ariel being the absolute go-to person in the space for course design, which she is, which she went through the CEO mastermind and she refined her brand and she elevated her message. And now she has multiple streams of income and she is known for that one thing. And we were just chatting about this yesterday in Foxer. She's owned it. She has this undeniable, powerful and profitable reputation in the online space when it comes to course design because of the work that she's done to get there. And that's what we do in the CEO mastermind. It's about auditing everything, everything in your business to make sure that you're always cutting edge. You're always ahead of the crowd, that you're always innovative. Innovation is a key value of mine. It is something that sets you apart from the people who are doing it and doing it well versus you who's doing it, doing it well and doing it like people have never seen before in an exciting way that hooks people in, that builds your authority, that makes you more money. Make sense? So the CEO Mastermind, it's enrolling. There is a pre-enrollment plan. When you enroll this month, I will drop the link. I'm taking more spots than I normally do because I have restructured this program and giving it a massive facelift. But I will say I've posted like three Instagram stories about it and we've had two spots taken already. So there's 15 more. I do not doubt at all this program is going to fill within the next two weeks max. So make sure that if this is speaking to you, you're in my DMs and we're having a conversation to see if it's really, truly the right fit for you. If it's not full by the end of this month, we'll just basically open up a few more spots right before it starts. But the pre-enrollment price and the extended payment plan is off the table. So the link is there. If you have questions, let me know. The results inside the CEO Mastermind speak for themselves. You can go to the sales page. You can check out the screenshots. You can check out the testimonials. You can talk to my previous clients. 
in this mastermind, we have women going from like 3K months to 10K months. We have women go from 4K months to 6K months to 20K months, raising their prices, booking out their one-on-ones, filling their courses before they even publicly launch, having multi five-figure launches back to back to back, closing unexpected sales, having people slide in the DMs because their authority is positioned so strategically, hiring a team, outsourcing more than ever before, having more freedom, working less hours, really stepping into CEO. And there's the highlight reel of all those things that sound really good that we all want when we're not yet at 10K months or where we're really looking to like clock in that six-figure milestone, but people don't tell you about the work that it takes to get there. The work that it takes to get there is just a sliver of what we've talked about today, about being strategic, not just taking extended payment plans to get clients in the door, thinking ahead, thinking forward, making sure you have space as a CEO. These are growing pains nobody fucking warned me about. And so I'm warning you and I'm not just warning you, I'm holding your hand and we're walking the walk together. So Hope you guys enjoyed this training. If you have questions about the CEO mastermind, slide in my DMs. The link is in the comments. And I hope you guys have a great day. That's a wrap. If you loved this episode, be sure to screenshot it, post it on your Instagram story, and tag me. To stay up to date on all things aligned and ambitious, make sure you're subscribed to the show. And I'm always so grateful when you leave a review. New episodes drop every single Monday. And during the in-between, you can find me hanging out on Instagram. So I hope to connect with you over there and I'll see you next week.